Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello, dear listener. My name is Paul Eastman. I'm a pastor in a small church in downtown Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. The message I'm bringing this day is, imagine that you could never eat pork. And I draw this message from Leviticus 11. I'd like to read the first eight verses of Leviticus 11. There we read, The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Say to the Israelites, Of all the animals that live on land, these are the ones you may eat. You may eat any animal that has a divided hoof and that chews the cud. There are some that only chew the cud or only have a divided hoof, but you must not eat them. The camel, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof. It is ceremonially unclean to you. The hyrax, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof, so it is unclean for you. The rabbit, though it chews the cud, does not have a divided hoof, it is unclean for you. And the pig, though it has a divided hoof, does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. You must not eat their meat or touch their carcasses. They are unclean for you. Dear listener, in the Old Testament church, there were things that were allowed and not allowed to be eaten. God said that an animal which had a split hoof and which chewed the cud could be eaten. But if it had only one or if it did only one of those, then it could not be eaten. For instance, both conditions applied to a cow. It had a split hoof, and it chewed the cud, and so Israel was allowed to eat beef. A pig, on the other hand, had only one of those conditions. It had a split hoof, but it did not chew the cud. It was not allowed to be eaten by Israel, by God's people. God said, it's unclean. You may not eat pork. Now, Leviticus 11, as the chapter continues to give further information, it gives all kinds of examples of animals that we cannot eat. And most of them you'd say, well, that's okay. I wouldn't eat them anyways. I wouldn't eat a badger or a beaver or an owl or an eagle. These are things which are listed in Leviticus 11 as forbidden foods. Not many of us are tempted to eat a frog or a a water snake. These are all examples of animals God declared unclean, and therefore you may not eat them. But pork, well, in the Old Testament, you could never eat pork. And that's just terrible. (laughs) I love pork. I love bacon. I love pulled pork. I love pork chops and pork roast. Just saying these things brings back all kinds of great memories when I ate these foods with people I loved. But in the Old Testament, you could not eat it. And to me, well, that seems like a pretty tough deal. And so why did God say that? Why did he say, you're not allowed to eat pork, at least in the Old Testament times? Well, later on in the chapter, in verse 44, God explains, he says, this is why I want you to be holy, for I'm holy. God wants his people to be like him. That's what parents want for their children, to be like them, in the sense that they accept their values and express those values in their lives. 
That makes parents proud and happy when they see their children doing that. And that makes God proud and happy too when you express the values that God stands for. And if you lived in the Old Testament times, you would be more like God if you never ate pork. That makes sense, right? You see the point? No, probably you don't see the point. And I didn't either. So how does not eating pork make us more like God? Well, let's, let's think back to the very beginning. This is almost exactly the same issue as took place in paradise. God said to Adam, there is only one thing I'm going to tell you not to do. Don't eat of the one tree in the middle of the garden. Don't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Because if you do, that will make me very unhappy. And you will die. Well, maybe you know the story. Adam and Eve went and did that one thing God said I don't want you to do. By disobeying God, Adam and Eve became very much unlike God. Immediately, a new feeling arose in their heart, a feeling of guilt. They didn't know what that was. And I imagine that when the feeling of guilt came upon Adam and on Eve, then they must have felt sick. I can imagine Adam just falling down and vomiting because it just made him so sick to feel guilt. And guilt also made them realize something that had never bothered them before. They realized that they were naked. And so they ran and they hid themselves, hoping no one would be able to see them when they were hiding in the forest and behind bushes. That's what happened when they didn't listen to God. They became unlike God. And when they became unlike God, when they failed to reflect the values that God stood for, well, then that made God very sad. Because the only thing that God wants from, from us humans, the only thing he wants from us is to, is to love him. And, and love, it's not just a feeling. Love is the hardest working feeling a human can experience. In fact, it is a power. It's the greatest power power in the entire universe. If a man feels love for a woman, he'll do anything to prove that love. If he could bring a star down from the sky for her, that's what he will do. If crossing the seven seas will impress his woman, he will do it. And if searching the seven continents would reveal her, he will search till he finds her. Those are the kinds of things that people do because they are compelled by love. And so, in the Old Testament, if you loved God, then you would show it by not eating pork. If you love God, you'll just do whatever he tells you. And you'll do it eagerly and you'll do it happily. No problem, God. I love you so much. I'll not eat pork again. But if you don't eat pork today, it won't mean much anymore. Jesus Christ has made a difference in just about everything. And he declared, he's the one that said it. All foods are now clean, and we can eat whatever we want. Jesus Christ has the right to change the law because he loved God perfectly, and he obeyed God's law in every respect. He obeyed God's law outwardly in the details of the law, but he also obeyed God's law inwardly. That is, he obeyed God's law because he loved God and he respected his Father in heaven. 
And yet, as a result of his obedience, he was treated as though he hated God more than anyone else. That's the very strange thing that happened. He loved God more than anyone, but he was treated as though he hated God more than anyone. Because Jesus was hated by the people. He was rejected by them. He was crucified on the cross. And while he hung in agony on the cross, then the Father abandoned him. But you see, this was just the most terrible test of love that a person could experience. And Jesus' love was tested that way. And he passed the test, even though he suffered so terribly. He remained obedient to his father, and he kept on doing what the father wanted him to do because he loved his father. He did that because he loved God the Father, and because he loves me, and he loves you. It was the only way to save us and restore us to God. And you are restored to God through Jesus if you believe in him. So if we can't respond and show to God how much we love him by not eating pork, how shall we show our love? Well, this is how. Just read the Bible and let God tell you there what things he wants you to do and what things he forbids. And then, because you love God for Jesus' sake, do what he wants and avoid what he forbids. It will be a thousand times better than choosing to not eating pork. And that's the beauty of living in Jesus. Thank you for listening.